0: Hello and welcome to, I would guess this is episode 7 now, um, yeah, it's becoming a hit podcast, 33 listens I've had, I'm pretty sure at least 31 were me, so, hey, three listens, I mean, two listens, uh, you know, it's not all bad, um, on my way to New Wave Comedy, New Wave. Yeah, New Wave comedy. What's that? Um, uh, uh, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, So, yeah, new room at the old Agincourt um, where Dante used to run his room. So, R.I.P. Dante, um, long live New Wave. You know, the thing about a New Wave is. It becomes an old wave as soon as it hits the shore. So, if new wave comedy runs for 10 years, is it still new wave? Like, wouldn't the next variation of that comedy room be the new wave? And wouldn't now this be, um, I don't know, what would you call a wave that's done? Um, well, not to get too technical on wave science, but, uh, a new wave comes from an old wave going back towards the ocean, then it restarts and becomes a new wave, so maybe it is an accurate name, you know? Maybe maybe new wave isn't even a thing. Maybe it's just uh new new variation wave. That's alright. Good start. Um yeah, let's see how it goes. Uh, my fucking wisdom tooth still hurts. So it just fucking hurts talking right. It's not in my wisdom tooth. It's the fucking stitches poking into my cheek, which has caused like a gash inside my cheek. Like, so it's like a big sore in there and it fucking stings. So That's very annoying. I wish I had water. Um, Yeah, I wish I I don't know, I don't think there was an away, a way to avoid this. You know, it usually happens a stitch, like, gets loose, sticks out, hits something, but you know, usually it just hits a tooth or something like that, but because it's on the side of my gum, it's hitting my cheek and just straight up stabbing my cheek. It was so easy to stab a cheek, like it's a little stitch, it's like, it's one of those dis- 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 dissolvable ones as well, so... How is it so hard? Hopefully it fucking dissolves soon. Unbelievable. I should make coffee cups out of these, um, dissolvable stitches. Like, this thing is meant to stay strong for seven to ten days. So like, if a coffee cup was made out of this, how long, you know, like would it last the whole coffee drink? Or would it start dissolving eventually because it's like a hot coffee or something? Someone needs to look into this dissolvable coffee cups. You know, you had the uh, reusable ones, which were very lame, and kind of took the fun out of the coffee, because now you had your own cup, which is kind of stupid, you know? Like, the fun is having a coffee cup, you know? Like, it kind of adds the flavor. Um, Anyway, uh, what's been happening? Um nothing really. I'm just straight up recovering. My fucking Wisdom 2 has been eating yoghurt. Like soft foods. Can't eat too much on the left side because it ends up hurting. So and I can't eat, I can eat like, I can't, well I can't technically eat hard foods, but not like too hard. You know, I can't start chewing on a steak. So, that's that. And um, I almost got crashed into. Uh, So yeah, it's a bit annoying. I want to eat normal foods. Well, I just really want to just eat a steak, you know, without having to worry about this fucking stitches poking me and shit. Which is very annoying. Um, been playing NBA. Um, I-, I became like a lame person. I spent $8 on like NBA coins so I could upgrade my player. I was just annoyed because freaking uh, my players suck so much and I'm playing in all-star difficulty which is a bit harder than normal difficulty um, so it's hard to do anything you know I'm just setting screens and literally none of my shots ever go in I, I, like I'm only doing free throws and even my free throws don't go in it's like so fucking difficult and I found out recently that uh you can't play like online with the boys on um, NBA. Like you can, but you gotta like use your own creative player. <clears throat> which is like the dumbest thing ever. <clears throat> like I should be able to play the Golden State Warriors. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like that. Wait, I think it can. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, what a stupid topic to start on. Um, have I got any jokes? I don't really think I have any jokes. How about some stories again? I feel like the stories were more enjoyable than me trying to come up with jokes. Um... Let me think of a long story. I got some short ones in mind, but maybe a longer one. Um, how about I talk about all the times I've had a knife pulled on me? All right. So the first time I had a knife pulled on me, I was in year seven, and I was walking home from school. And I took the long way for some reason, so I was going through this alleyway. Uh, Why did I take a long way that day? Was it scared or something? I don't know. Um, So I take the long way and I go through the alley. And um, as I'm going through the alley, I just feel someone grab me from behind. And then they put like their hands over my eyes, which is like the most cute way to rob someone. It's like, guess who? I'm about to rob you. Guess who's robbing you? (laughs) And then they... The guy takes his hands off my eyes and the other guy grabs me by the neck and puts like a knife towards my face. And then as my eyes open, I'm like, oh, it says, guys, I was kind of friends with a couple of years ago. They thought this was funny. <laughs> to be honest, it was kind of funny, but not for me. It was definitely funny for them. So, you know, two out of three people enjoyed that moment. So I think that's actually a pretty good positive outcome um and then you know they're just like all right we're just we're just joking we're just joshing you um and then i was like all right funny stuff and then the guy showing me his knife and i was like oh where'd you get that knife i want to get one and it's like you want a knife i'm like yeah it's like would you even use it and i'm like yeah if i had to you don't know what goes down in my year seven life Someone might step two, some step two, you. you know, like a uh, wire step two, um, and I might have to use a knife. So uh, I got the business card off him um, to consider my knife purchase. I always used to look at knives. I was like, yeah, I'd like to buy one, but like, where would I get the money from? Firstly, secondly, where would I hide it? Like, I struggle hiding a vape at home. And I'm almost thirty. Where the hell would I hide a butterfly knife? Um, Anyway, second time, I guess second time, all it was almost pulled at me. Like the, it was insinuated that within the next minute, a knife would be pulled on me. Uh, I was hanging out at the underground uh, bus station in West Point. So it was like the. I think they were, what were they called? Kiwi buses? I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm there and I'm hanging out with these, with one of my Arab mates. And like, you know, at my school it was all segregated, like Arabs here, here, here. even the bus stop was like this. Like, it never stopped. Like, the segregation continued till we got home. So, um, I'm hanging out with my Arab friend. And then you know I've already stepped over the boundary. I'm not supposed to be hanging out at the middle least um and this guy, I wish I could see him one more time, just to spit in his face, but uh he uh I think I was making a joke with my friend, and they we're worth laughing about him, and then he's like, you know back in those days, you weren't allowed a joke make." make like insinuating jokes. It was like prison, you know, it's like, what well, are you calling me a gronk or something? You know, it's kind of like that. Um, so I made a joke and he's like, well, he's like, don't fucking say that to him or something. And then I was like, ah, oh, ha, ha, we're just joking. And he goes, come upstairs. I got a knife in my bag, I'll stab you. And I was like, should I go upstairs? Like, Well, I wonder what will happen if I go upstairs. Like, this guy just said he'll pull a a knife on me. But, uh, maybe I'll go upstairs. No. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Then my friend kind of, he's kind of stopping. He's scared himself, you know. Like, he was in Year 7 as well. We're both in Year 7. I was like, what the hell? So he was just like, nah, it's all good. We're just joshing. Uh, Um, that was that. Uh third time, when was the third time, uh, that was three, is there a fourth, I think the, yeah, the, the third time was the last, the third time, this guy walks past our school one day, and uh, uh, one of the boys like, knew of him, Like apparently it was a bit of a gronk. And he's walking past and he's just staring at us. And, you know, we've been tough. We're staring back. We were like year 11 or 12 at the time. So we're like, you know, we're the adults at the school. We're just like, what the fuck are you looking at, dog? Woof, woof. And uh, anyway, we're staring at him. And then he staring back. One of my mates yells, what the fuck are you looking at? And then that kid starts yelling random things. And he just starts waving us on like, come here, come here. So we all decide to follow him. Um, and we follow him across the street and then it's like a little gully of grass, you know, when it goes like a, it's like a skateboard ramp of grass. So he's at the bottom of it. And then as we approach him, he just pulls out like a proper crocodile dundee knife. Like this guy, you know, he had what you would call a knife. And, uh, so we take a step back or two, we're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know about this you know, and I was feeling tough because I was with the boys, so like you know, it was gang gang. Um, so we just stepped back, we just let it go, and then one of my mates who was like the more tougher one, he was like, uh, you know, he's trying to reassure himself as well as, oh, more. Well, totally reassure himself. He's like, to me, yeah, we could have done anything. "Right, you had a knife. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do? You had a knife. He's like, yeah, bro, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't want to get involved with the knife. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Uh, um, anyway, anyway, then we go back. And then one of our other buddies who was in detention that day for, uh, what was in detention for something stupid. Um, he comes out of class and we tell him what happened. He's like, what the, he got really mad about it. Like he he was like personally insulted that someone would pull out a knife. Like and then he like he got angry and then we felt the anger and he's like, "All right, let's go get him. Let's go." And then, and then we all start running. Now like this guy really amps us up, not even by saying much. Just like like he he got angry, but he also insulted us. Like why didn't we get that angry? You know. So, as he got angry, we got even angrier. So, we all start running. And then we're like, Oh, which way to go? And then we see him. He hadn't got him, he hadn't got too far away. Um, so we start running towards him. And then there was those like trees there that have like a timber thing connected to it to keep this tree upright. So, two of the boys grabbed those things out of the grass. And uh you know ROP tree and then we start running after it. And I used to have one of those duffel bags, like there's like those gym kind of bags, so like I couldn't even like run properly because I you know, it was like I was running with a like with a tote bag, you know, you c- I can't really wrap it around my back. So I'm doing my best to run. You know, it is what it is. And then Do we catch him? No, he legs it even more. He was with like this one other guy and they leg it like crazy. We never caught them. Um, And then we go back, we tell our other mate, we go, you know, you got a car, you're in your L's or whatever, let's get in your car and look for him. And then we spent about 10 minutes looking for him and then we were like, yeah, he's gone. Like he's lost in the in the streets of G-Wood, so that was that, and that was the third time I had the knife pulled on me. I wonder what's an appropriate time to have your knife pulled on you. Like, by year 12 I had it pulled on me three times, and now, you know, that's Western Sydney, not even like the bad part of Western Sydney, so I feel like that's, maybe two would be appropriate, like three Three is kind of like, you know, what the hell was happening out there, you know? What kind of things were you getting into? So, uh yeah. Um, yeah. What other stories can we think of? Um, yeah, we're really going for the Western Sydney Roof podcast today. Uh, another one. Um... yeah it's hard to think about stuff what about something recent maybe oh yeah um i was in Newtown once and uh you know we're clubbing we're partying this that we we're at the websters and uh we're hanging out there and then there was this guy who bumped into my cousin at one point <coughs> and then you know nothing happened to him he was just like oh you know sorry mate blah 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 and that guy didn't say anything he any. he wasn't like sorry mate so then Apparently he was staring at us the whole night. I found that this out after, but um, I was out smoking, and he is there, and he's just looking at me. I was like, "What's going on?" I said, "I said that." I was like, "What's going on? Why? You know, are you staring at?" And um, he he called me a wog. He was like, "Like, what are you lebo's doing out here?" You know, he was like, uh, he just didn't like us being there. Like, this guy was by himself. And I'm like, and I, then I just like fed into it, you know, I wasn't like correcting, you know, when someone says something to you, like an insult leading up to a fight and you correct them, you kind of take the energy away. You know, someone's like, oh, you're a fucking dirty wog. And you're like, excuse me, I'm not a wog, but that makes me angry. You know, it just takes, takes the energy away. Like, just get angry. Like, it doesn't. It's not the words. It's the reasoning for what the words were said, right? Like, he didn't call me a dirty Arab because he doesn't like people from the Arabic per- Peninsula. He said that because he didn't like people that look like me. So that's that's all I need to be angry about, right? And I wasn't even angry. I was kind of funny. I, I was interested in fighting. I was drunk enough. And, uh, and he's like, uh,. And I was like, what, well, you want to go? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, come. Let's do it right here. Come right here. He was like, he was like standing a bit further away from me. I'm like, come, come here. And um, he's like, yeah, right. you fucking bring, you probably bring your lebo cousins. And I'm like, yeah. I'm... And he's like, no, he's like, yeah, you're probably going to like call your lebo. Same thing. He's probably going to, you're probably going to call your lebo cousins. And I'm like, yeah, I want to call them. I want to call all of them. I want to jump on the phone right now. But well, you come here for now. And then, that was kind of funny, my friend was next to me, he was laughing, he was like, it was just like, leave it alone. And then he just kept saying shit, like, you know, I was going off, and I was saying some cool stuff, you know, like, sometimes when you get in, like, a verbal match, you know, you, you become Tito tease. you know, you're not really making sense, but, uh, all my words were coming out nicely, you know, I was charismatically being aggressive, Does that make sense, um, uh, and as I'm saying shit like this, these girls walking past, which I thought made me look cool, they're like, oh, just leave it alone. Don't don't worry about him. You know, no one no one was on his side. Not a single person. Everyone was just like coming up to me. And he's like, it's alright, it's alright. Don't worry about him. And um So I just kept saying shit, nothing's happening. And then the bouncer at uh, Webster's Black Dude <laughs> He sees what's happening. And then he just, like, puts his hand on my chest and just, like, moves me towards his subway. And then he tells like, the other guy to go away, I'm just, like, waving him off. And then the black guy's like, to me, he's like, leave it alone. No, he's like, leave it alone. Leave, leave it alone. How does uh, blood do He's like, leave it alone. It's, it's, it doesn't matter. Leave it alone. And I was like, you know what he said? And I told him, I was like, call calling me dirty walk, calling me like ducking, uh telling me to get back to my country, this, that. And then he goes to me uh, and he goes, look at, look at this. Look at this. And he's pointing to my, he's holding my arm and he's pointing to my arm. He's like, look at this. You know what this is? Because of this, we will never be treated well. It's because of this, it will always happen. You just have to ignore it. Like this guy's gotten full martin luther king and and I appreciated it i was I was kind of laughing, but you know, I knew he was being serious, so I was being respectful <laughs> to what he was saying uh, so I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, I'm black too <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah. And then I went, he let me back in, and you know. Surprisingly, you know, the, the guy's the guys about to get into a fight. Like, you know, usually he would tell this guy to fuck off. This guy let me back in the club. And then, uh, yeah, then some other uninteresting things happened, but it doesn't really matter. So that was that story. Kind of funny. Kind of amusing. Um, um, all right. I would come up with stories for this fucking thing, you know, it's not easy guys, it's not easy, it's not easy, um, right, what's going on here, uh, what else, oh this one time in year 11 I held a gun, <clears throat> I swear if my parents were to listen to this podcast they would shit themselves, and then they would fucking sh- put shit on my face and like beat me up or something. Um, so I was in year 11. Um, I think we went to the pools with the boys. And, um, uh, after we were done, uh, we were, I think we were just going to head home. And then one of the boys was going to drop me off at the bus stop. Um, so we finish up and then. My mate, the one that was angry before, the one that grabbed the fucking tree uh, wood stick thing. So he told me, oh, i just go with my cousin. he going gone that way. I'll drop, drop you off to your bus stop. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry, not drop me off to my bus stop, to my house. Yeah, by that time I'd moved nearby. Um, so I get, his girlfriend picks him up and then I get in the back of the car Um so I'm getting a lift with them and then, you know, they're just talking to me. They're like, oh, you got a misses, this, that, you know, just nice conversations, you know, like real tough people, but they were just having a kind conversation with a nobody Indian, you know, which says a lot about Western Sydney, you know, they're really tough and scary people, but they don't bash you because of your race, they bash you for who you are. They don't They don't discriminate by race. Um, I'm sitting in the back, they're talking to me, this, that. And uh, mind you, his girlfriend's the one that's driving. And then he's turning around talking to me. He's like, oh, you want to see something? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could have been his cock, but I was just like, yeah. Um, so he goes into his bag, pulls out a nine millimeter. I'm just calling it a nine millimeter, but it was like a big handgun. And he's like, and I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. And he's just like saying, telling me things about the gun. He's like, yeah, this is this, this is that. And then he took out the bullet tray thing. And then he's like, yeah. And then he put it back in, you know, making the cool noise. And his girlfriend, you know, just very normal about it. Like he's just pulled out a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card or some shit. And then he goes, you want to hold it? And obviously said, yes. You know, I didn't even think twice. I'm like, Yes yes I want to hold your unlicensed handgun so I'm holding it I'm not even putting my hand close to the trigger which is scary either way sorry my wisdom piece is hurting uh, so I'm holding him you know turning it around looking at stuff the serial number was like scraped off and then uh, yeah and then we got to my house and he dropped me off And then as I got home, I realized, you know, you know, like it takes a while to reflect, you know, like, so I'm like, you know, about to have a shower. I don't know what I was doing. Anyway, I just started reflecting on like, and I was thinking, I just put my hand fingerprints on this guy's gun. And if this guy happens to own a gun and he's not like a, you know, he's not a cop. So that gun's not used for good. So now my fingerprints on that gun, if that gun gets found somewhere, they're gonna come knocking on my door. And they'll be like, hey, there's your fingerprints. You killed the prime minister. And I'll be like, oh, it wasn't me. I was just holding it cause it was cool. Anyway. So that's that. Uh, can I think of anything else? can doing jiu-jitsu on Parramatta Road, you know? You know, we talk about all the weird things on Parramatta Road, but a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym on Parramatta Road, that really tells you a lot about capitalism. I don't know why... And I don't know what it says, but it does say a lot. Like, why is there a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym on the main road? Right? I don't have anything to say about that. I'm just thinking, why is there a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym on the road? I feel like if I keep saying it, I'll come up with something, but yeah, why is there a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym? on a main Parramatta Road. Like, what are people driving past and being like, oh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I should check it out. Oh, where is it? On Parramatta Road. Oh, that's a big road. What number? Oh, I don't know. It's next to one of those, like, four lease shops. Oh, well that helps. There you go. Yeah, that's something. Ah, oh, sure. Uh, what's another cool story driving past University of Sydney I went, once went into the grounds of University of Sydney at like probably 11pm or midnight while I was on acid and then we were playing that uh keep keep ups game, remember that soccer game on Facebook, like if you message someone a soccer ball on Facebook Messenger You click it and it opens up a game. And I was playing that on Asset and I set my high score. I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway. uh, A joke I've been thinking of. You know, like, back in the days, like, you know, your tissue boxes, like, it would just have, like, a picture of a leaf or, like, a bunch of flowers or something like that. You know, it was just to, like kind of set the mood of a nice scent, you know? A nice wet leaf or a flower. You know, it's like a... That's a nice smelling thing. You know, it's like mental um, connection. But now, you see tissue boxes these days and they got like... They're designed to make it look like they're made of marble. All right? They're designed to like look like stone or something like it's meant to just blend in with your marble table like what's that about like when did we get so fancy that a good scent wasn't enough now your tissue box has to represent wealth yeah i guess now i say it loud it's pretty fucking stupid um Anyway, I've got to, I got to—I don't know why I got in this lane. I got to be in the fucking other lane. Oh, I'm gonna leave it there. Have a good night.